All right. Let's get this out of the way first. The thoughts, views, and opinions expressed on Tailboard Talks Firefighter Podcast are solely those of the speakers, guests, and host, and do not in any way represent the thoughts or views or opinions of any other employer, partnership, or sponsor. The material and information in this podcast is for general information purposes only and should be used at the listener's discretion. Hey guys, Chris here, and uh, surprise, no ads this week. Yeah, really. Doing a solo episode. It's been a while for this. It's going to be a quick one. And so my treat to you is no ads. Now, here's an ad. If you do like the show, if you like what's going on here, if you liked any past episodes, you want to support the show, go to the buy me a coffee button on the website. It's also linked to my social stuff. Um, that's just a little way to donate to the show and show support. If you don't want to do that and you want to buy a hat or a shirt or a sticker, go do that. Forshiftfitness.com, number 4th, shiftfitness.com. Go buy some stuff. That also supports me and the show. Uh, but like I get into in the episode here that I'm about to record, so hopefully I remember to get into it, um, my clients are to thank for all this. All right, let's talk. Here comes the intro. Skip forward 30 seconds if you want to get right to the episode. This is the Tailboard Talk Podcast, the best health, wellness, and lifestyle resource for the fire service. We're using stories, lessons, and tips from the front lines to give a realistic view of what the job can do to us and how we can make it out alive. I'm Chris Morella, a firefighter since 03, medic since 05, full-time since 08, and promoted to lieutenant in 20. I'm also a personal trainer and strength coach, and I'm here to give you the best information and host the best discussions to make us capable and durable both on the job and away from it. So grab a heater, steal some fancy creamer from First Shift, and let's go chat. Oh, welcome. Um, Welcome. Man, it's been a few days. It's been a week. Kids were snotty for a couple days. Nathan's been coughing for the past three days. It sounds terrible. I think it's just an upper respiratory infection because it's not that terrible. Um, But man, between him coughing um, every 30 seconds... Me yelling at him to cover his mouth every 32 seconds. Sawyer being herself and also full of boogers for the past three or four days. Katie and I have just been, basically you could have just record us saying no and stop and don't touch each other and get your whatever off of their whatever and just play it on loop at 11 out of 10 volume for the past four days and that would have been our parenting. I mean, talk about really feeling effective and like a good parent, but holy cow, man. Uh, so because of that, I'm going to break a cardinal rule here of broadcasting and I'm just going to like, I'm in the garage here and it's a little echoey. Um, but it's quiet. Like it's quiet. So come along with me people. And, uh, I'm just going to look up here on the wall clock of the garage and for the next five seconds, let's just be quiet. Now there was like an urge, um, like an, unbelievable urge for me to like yell <laughs> I get the end of that five seconds like we're back but I didn't I'm just it's just been so loud so um here's a story so a long time ago probably a couple of years ago I think I would, obviously I had the company I had four shift fitness at that time we were in the kitchen and we were eating cake um, which is not like a shocker if you if you've worked with me or you've been around me ate a lot of stuff like cake is fine with me pie fine ice cream i'm down candy obviously we've had that episode i like all the best candy um but it shocks some people like some people that I don't work with often or some people that uh you know just aren't too familiar like 
they'll make, they gotta make a comment. Like I gotta make a comment at the fire station. Like, oh, a fitness guy having some cake. And I was like, yeah, dude, my second piece today in the past two hours. And it's only noon. So, um, but they have to comment on it, right? And she's like, oh, if some fitness guy you are eating cake. And I said, no, dude, I eat cake because I am a fitness guy. Like the stuff I do, that's the reason I can eat cake. Now I have a decision to make at that point. Do I go personal? Like, are we doing a real firehouse personal thing? Or do I stay like pseudo professional and just let them slide on that? I go personal usually. So after that, if they continue, the only, the only recourse I have is to point out um, why, in fact, I can eat cake and how it will impact me compared to whoever I'm talking to and why a piece of cake could be absolutely devastating or continue to be devastating for them. Uh, and I can just shrug it off with no big deal. Now, is that a little bit of hyperbole? Yeah, because I can't just shrug it off. But if they think I'm a fitness guy, I'll let them believe it. And um, so, yeah, we get to hurt some feelings once in a while. And we get to have some rude conversations once in a while. But I don't know, man. You can come correct or figure it out. So, but I realized like that was, that's a, um, that's confusing for some people, right? I think in the eyes of a lot of people, if you're, if you own a fitness company, you, you are on all the time and you're not making any like quote unquote bad decisions. You're not eating any junk food, no cake, no whatever. Um, you're getting the right amount of sleep because that's what you're telling everybody to do. You're stretching. Well, I'm a, not a good fitness person and I, I'm fine with that. Like I break the rules all the time. I, I get less sleep than I should uh, because of decisions, like because I either stay up at work, screwing around or watching movies, uh, I'll go skate late at night, um, I wake up early in the morning when the kids wake up. Not that I have a choice because they wake me up with uh, violence. And I, I just, I'm okay with that. Like I am okay with that. I, as a fitness person, understand all the benefits of doing everything the quote unquote right way. But me as a, as a person, as a firefighter and a adult and, um, you know, a former meathead and a former athlete, I still look at myself and be like, yeah, but whatever, like, what am I going to do? Like be a nerd? Like I'm going to go to bed at eight o'clock every night? No. And, uh, those are decisions, right? Those are decisions that I make and choices I make. And I accept the consequences of those decisions. Now it's easier to accept them because I have had fitness ingrained in my lifestyle for, you know, 25 years or whatever, or 30 years, um, or forever. So yeah, I can absorb a little more damage than some people when it comes to making those bad decisions. You know, I can stay up late way too late and then get up the next day with only a few hours of sleep and be okay. Not a couple days in a row, but I can absorb one of those. I can absorb drinking sometimes. I can absorb um, sometimes more stress, sometimes way less stress, but I can absorb sometimes less stress. Workouts don't knock me down for three or four days typically. I've built that kind of this thing where um, in combination with relying on some decent genetics, I can absorb some damage, right? And that throws some people for a loop. But uh, fortunately that's true. Now that's also a word of hope. Like if you work hard, you can absorb that stuff too. Um, there's like this old thing going around. Like, what if you, I can't remember where it came from. God forbid. It might even be like a Joe Rogan thing, which I'm down with. He's got, he had some pretty good ones recently with the liver King thing, but, um, about like, Hey, wouldn't it be cool if you like bought us just a car, like a, like a civic, why is the civic always like the whipping boy for these things, but like a civic, and um, the faster you drove it, the bigger the engine got. And, like the harder you turned, the more beefed up and stiff the suspension got. And, you know, you can improve it by working it. Like, wouldn't that be awesome? And he's like, well, you can do that with your body. Like you can actually do that with your body, which is true, right? Um, 
now all this goes back to, I started telling that story because what our conversation came down to, um, was him basically saying like, Oh, some fitness guy you are, you don't even care about eating cake. And then he started eating cake. And I was like, no, I don't even care that you eat cake. And I said, but when you decide that you care about eating cake, you let me know and I'll help you however I can get in better shape or make some better choices. And I said, but until you do that, like I, you eat all the cake you want and get as fat as you want. Like it doesn't bother me one bit. Now, is that true? Also, no, because I might have to like move that person someday or I might be relying on them to move me or help me do something in a physical manner. So a little bit of hyperbole there, right? But it's very true in the sense of like, if you don't want help, I'm not going to force it upon you. And I made a quote, uh, not a quote, like technically, I guess I made a post about that today, kind of about basically, I can't care more about your fitness than you do. I can't more care more about your, your wellness and your lifestyle than you do. Cause I've been in that position before, like starting out as a young trainer, um, you just want to help everybody. Right. So you get people that you've basically made take your program or like you've solicited them into taking your program. And to them, it, they're not, they're either half interested or not really interested. And so you're forcing it upon them and it gets discouraging because you're like, Hey, come on, we're going to work out. And they're like, yeah, nah, no, I'm, I got other stuff to do. And you get frustrated because your expectations and you're kind of forcing your values on that person. They don't, they don't align. Um, and it's a trap for the fitness industry. I'm sure it's a trap for a lot of things, but I have uh, experience in with the fitness stuff. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I can't care more about your fitness than you do, but Here's a big caveat. As soon as you care about it enough to like reach out to anyone, uh, it doesn't have to be me. Like if I see you digging in with anyone and making changes, like I'm a hundred percent on your team. I'm all about it. I'm not someone that's like, Hey, that person was a, a tub of goo five years ago. And yeah, they've lost 50 pounds and they're a lot stronger and they're awesome. But still like, there's still a tub of goo. Like that's not, that's not what I do. Like if that person gets better, they get better. Like that's, that's better for everyone. Why wouldn't we want to acknowledge that? And like, you know, celebrate that. Um, and especially like compliment that person, let them know that you notice that stuff is getting better. Right. So as long, as soon as you care about it, I'm a hundred percent on board. And those are the people I really like working with. Like, I don't like, I don't like, and I can't, and I have not been like to the point of, of firing clients or losing clients. I can't be someone's motivation for working out. Like if you're relying on me to wake you up in the morning and like, send you a quote, a motivational quote from David Goggins and whatever. Like I'm not that, I'm not that person. If you have figured out what your motivations are and why you want to get in better shape or what, why you want to change something for the positive, And I can help with that. I can give you all the tools in the world, right? I can give you every single piece of advice and all the tools and all the tips and programs and um, coaching available to any human available ever. Um, but that's, with the understanding that you're the one that's motivated to use those tools and all that stuff. I can't, you know, I can, I can lead the horse to water. Is that, does that fit here? I don't know. So I, I made that post today. Like I can't care more about your fitness journey than you do. And in the same vein, I'm kind of telling, I'm kind of tired of seeing, uh, and also the times I've done it, it always bugs me people telling strangers or their audience what they should be doing. I will tell my clients what they should be doing all day long because we've entered that agreement of like, they're coming to me for professional advice and assistance. And I'm going to tell them as professional, my advice to them and assist them. But there's just so many fitness pages out there and so many people out there in general who all they want to do is tell people 
what they should be doing or what they should be fixing or what is wrong with someone or what they have to incorporate or they have to do, or they you're missing out if you're not doing this. And I've done it. Like, um, we've had episodes of like movements you should be doing or, or, um, you know, movements that should be in your program or something like that. But I also like, I don't like doing it. Like I, I don't think, I think once maybe I put out an episode that's like the best move you're not doing or something like that to like that clickbaity stuff. Like I just don't have the stomach for it. I just don't care <laughs> to do it that much. I really just give you the stuff, but I want to give it to people who care. So what I want to transition from doing in 2023 is I, I really want to consciously make an effort to get away from saying like, Hey, you should try this or you should work on that and just show them like, Hey, here's something that's worked for me in the past, or here's something that's worked for my clients in the past, or, Hey, according to this article and this study, um, here's some data points about blah, whatever, you know, um, that's what I'm really going to try to focus on because in that, and by presenting it that way, and obviously, you know, that communication is like maybe the most difficult thing ever, but by presenting it that way, my hope is instead of saying like, Hey, you should try this and turning people off is like, great. Another guy with a garage gym telling me that I should squat more. My hope is that I can say like, Hey, here's some things that help get better, better at squatting. And maybe someone who is on the fence interested or is actually curious about learning how to squat better might look at that and be like, Oh, maybe like one of these four tips can help me squat better. And then that person is my interested person, right? As soon as that person reach out, reaches out, I'm hundred percent on their team. But I, I just, I don't know. I naturally lean, lean away from, uh, articles and, um, pages and posts and infographics are like, you should be doing this, should be doing that. Some of my favorite pages are people just doing stuff and basically putting out there like, Hey, here's what I really like doing. Do you like that? I like doing this or here's what I like doing. I don't care if you like me doing it or not. I really like doing it. Those are the people I dig and I really get into. Um, and I, I think, um, uh, they probably make a bigger impact. I was just listening to a podcast the other day by, uh, Shante Colefield. She's the movement maestro. Um, phenomenal person but she was she had an episode called uh these hoes ain't loyal and obviously i needed to listen to that because it was also it said like brands that you know um something something with brand relationships i was like oh i'm interested in that because you know i'm looking for sponsors and stuff like that and uh just this is one of those instances where a lot of things pop up um seemingly random things kind of pop up all in the same week and kind of parallel thought trains with what you have. And she was talking about how, you know, the age of width of relationships is coming to a close or it's kind of, it's kind of waning, right? Social media is changing. No one trusts an algorithm anymore. Um, no one just trusts that you put something out there, your friends are going to see it uh, or it's going to be shown to any strangers. So the width of relationships on social media and in general is kind of coming to a close, right? That opportunity window is coming to a close, but the depth of relationships is still wildly available. And that's something that this, so this was a fourth, a forefront thought in my head because, uh, um, I'm trying to do this podcast thing. Right. And I'm, and I have personal training clients going on. I'm not really doing in department things with four shift anymore. Um, and so I have these personal training clients, right. And I have people that contribute to the buy me a coffee button on the show. And I have people that have bought t-shirts and stuff and I have them right. And I have relationships with them, 
But for the past like six, eight months, I've been very aware that I have been kind of spending more time worried about the next person. Like who might see this thing or who's this mystery person that I've never heard of or talked to before that might see my stuff for the first time and give me a hit the buy me coffee button or give me money or whatever, or be my personal training client. And um, all that does is take away effort that I could be putting towards the people that already trust me and I already have relationships with. So if you're my, are my personal training client, first of all, just thank you. Like the, you get you guys and girls, you peoples that are my clients. I owe you pretty much everything. Like obviously, uh, before I, I bought a lot of the gym equipment or had a gym equipment. I was making the videos in the basement, uh, for the workouts. Um, and as it grew, I got to get better equipment, right? That was personal training money. As it grew more, uh, I got to have two places. I had the garage and the basement because I got to outfit both places with the equipment. I got a better camera. I got better audio and stuff like that. That's all personal training money. Eventually, just this year, we had to redo the garage, move everything up here. And now this is like my podcast area, training area. Clients come over. I film stuff for clients. I film stuff for social media. That's all personal training money. And yes, buy me a coffee money. Absolutely. I 100% appreciate you guys. I've talked to most of you directly um, at some length because I appreciate it. If you bought a t-shirt, a hat, I've tried to do my best to reach out and, and talk to you. I really do appreciate it. But here I am getting all this stuff for the past two, three years and being able to fund this awesome project, have this podcast, have uh, two gyms in my house. And I'm, I'm worried about someone who I don't even know might see my stuff. Like it's just so crazy. So Again, to my personal training clients, get ready. You may have noticed an uptick already in the past two weeks of me sending you messages and videos and uh, tinkering with your programs and really being in your ear a lot more. It's just the beginning. And to you potential personal training clients, hey, shoot me a message if you want. Uh, I got my stable of folks, and I'm super happy with them. There's always room for a few more. Um, I can take on, I think, like two or three more right now comfortably. Uh, with the kids and everything. Um, but uh, but that depth of relationship thing is what I'm really going to hammer on this year. And so if you are a fan of the podcast, thank you. If you've ever done buying me a coffee money, thank you. If you've ever bought anything from the store, thanks. I'll tell you what, if you ever shared an episode or at least like, said, hey, that was a good episode, hey, thank you. It's a big thank you episode. And I'm really just so happy that I'm able to do this stuff. I'm able to help um, whoever's interested, right. And I'm able to have the luxury of saying like, I don't need to go scrape up clients or I don't need to like appeal to everyone in the world. You know, when I was like, when I was way younger, um, you know, you know, you don't know how like influential you're going to be in general. Right. Now, you know, everybody's like, well, I can change the world. And I don't know if I ever said that, um, ex like explicitly, like not explicitly, I didn't change the fucking world. I don't know if I ever said that specifically, um, but I always, I always wondered, right? Because I, I like to talk and I like to present and do stuff and I had a lot of energy and I like to create stuff. So I was like, I don't know, maybe. But I've really narrowed that in the past um, probably six, seven years. As I started looking to be a lieutenant, I realized that like, no, man, you don't have to make the department better. You need to make your crew better. Like your little universe and your station on your day with your five to six people, that's what matters. And the same thing at home. My little universe with the three other people in this house, that's what matters. And the same thing with my personal training clients. That group of peeps, 
That's what matters. And you guys listening, y'all matter. These little universes that we have, that's what matters, right? And I'm really looking forward to shifting the focus from this global reach of the force shift and tailboard talks back to the people that I got already. And that's you. So thank you again. I don't mean to keep repeating myself. We're going to cut this bad boy off, but thank you. Um, and remember, as soon as you give a shit, I'm going to give a shit. I promise. I'm on your team 100%. Um, and if you're waiting, if you're waiting for me to come pull you and tell you that I want you to give a shit, you're going to keep waiting. But as soon as you reach out, I'm all about it. I'm on your team. All right. Okay. Before I go, you can fast forward this if you want. It's a hyperized thing. They want to give you a free massage gun. Okay. This also helps the show. This is one of the things where I said I'd promote it. They would give me a cut based on how well the promotion does. So I'm doing it, right? Because uh, first of all, I like the company. I really like the company. Um, I've been with them, not with them. I've been a product partner with them for the past like three or four years. Um, they're just really easy to work with. They've answered all my questions. They've sent demo stuff out. They've sent me a few products. I really like them. Um, what they want to do is send out free massage guns to departments, uh, what they're calling for a 60 day free trial. All you need to do is reach out and say, Hey, I would like to get my free gun. I'm going to send you a code and they just want to talk to you for like less than five minutes because they want to make a push for the fire service. And so they want to talk to you and just get some information about your fire department, kind of demographics of it. How can they better position themselves? And then after that, they send you the free massage gun. So Reach out if interested in that. The deadline is December 31st. You only have a couple of weeks to do it. Uh, I'm going to talk to them in the next couple of days, see if I can just post the link. Um, I don't see any problem with that, but it's their rules, so I'll follow their rules. Right now, they want, they want people to request it from me, then I send it to them. But, so do that. So request it. I know a couple of people have already gotten them. Um, it's, just, it's not a gimmick. It's not like a giveaway thing. Uh, I wouldn't be bait and switching you. Like I said, depth of relationship. You can trust me on this one. Um, Beyond that, the buy me a coffee button is still going. Hit that thing. Donate three bucks at a time for some coffee. It helps me bribe guests. Also help me buy this battery pack. I got a new battery pack because the last two times I talked to Joe Galley, the batteries ran out. Not cool. So now I got this giant battery pack thing. It's going to last forever. So that is buy me a coffee button money as, long, as well as personal training money. Again, thank you guys. Um, and that's it. This is going to be the last... Um, new episode until January. Uh, so the next two are going to be the top two or two of the top three episodes. I already did Scott Forbes, the Dr. Creatine one. He was number one, I think. And then we have Matt Mangum, be the hardest worker in the room. Uh, and then the uncomfortable conversations one, which is really kind of a popular episode. We did a few follow-ups on it, but a lot of uh, strong opinions from Kurt and I in that one. So listen, I hope you guys like it. Thanks again. I know I've said thanks a million times, but I, I really do appreciate the ability to do all this stuff, to, to have the show, have the gym, have the company, all thanks to you guys. So um, let's keep on working on being more capable and durable on shift away from it and uh, talk to you soon.